Good morning and welcome to the Preventing Grace podcast. It is Memorial Day and my Facebook memories reminded me that five years ago or something or seven years ago, we went to D.C. Yeah, I think. Oh, for your... your... Because my grandfather yeah. got to be part of the group that got a congressional medal for being a flying ace. Yeah, he shot down nine nine Japanese fighter pilots, fighter fighter planes, and probably zeros. I don't think he said they were zeros. And um, I forget where it was. It Guadalcanal or was it? You're asking me after a night where I didn't (laughs) sleep at all. And Um, yeah, but it it was great because he just he just died last year, year before last. Last last June, so it's been a year. Last June, he died. He was ninety nine or hundred. He was ninety nine. Yeah, maybe he was almost. He was almost a hundred. Maybe he was a hundred. When he came to visit for the for the award ceremony, I we sat. Remember, we sat down. And I recorded him on my phone. We asked him a lot of questions about his experiences, mm-hmm. and then it the phone died, and I lost. I just can't believe I lost that. Yeah, because it was really good. He gave some details. All I remember, I mean, you understood a lot more, but was his description of how they really wanted the clock in the plane and there was a cool clock in every plane and when it was like on fire and being pushed off the edge of the boat or whatever that is they they, try to get they the would clock like out. try to get the clock out and if you tried to do that you got in huge trouble because you'd like die but people really wanted that clock. clock yeah i remember well, saying and he described like landing on the aircraft carrier, aircraft carrier and how he was, yeah. he was also, he described every, he said like two or three of the shoot downs he had, the kills he had, and how it was like, uh, he wasn't, he said he wasn't thinking about it. He was just out there doing, yeah. Doing, and he said, he said he, he was a Christian at the time. He was right? a new Christian. So, and he was a teetotaler. So apparently some of the pilots would drink beer while they're flying. There was a place, he said there's so, like a little slot where you could put it your beer. It fit cans or bottles yeah. of things. So he put Coca-Cola yeah. in his. And I, I did always wonder as a child if that's why he lived because he, he, was he, was, he wasn't <laughs> drinking beer. beer. <laughs> On the other hand, maybe if you're more relaxed, you shoot better. I think it was right later in the war because he, he shot down nine... And it was Guadalcanal was too, was too early because our, our planes were not the zeros were still super compared to the planes we had at the time they were really good so I think it was probably later in the war when our we produced better fighters and the zeros didn't get any better um, it was really it, be, it was super hard to be an ace in the first two years just because the zeros were so good and I think it's probably it's probably toward the end he went of the war. he signed up right away but. Feel like, yeah. He it probably took a while to get him. Like, Maybe I mean, yeah. He the the day of Pearl Harbor, the whole Baptist Sunday school class went down together, <laughs> and all the young men signed up and all that. Interesting. Like all the they yeah. were they were both new Christians, my grandparents, and they got married during on one of his leaves. Um. And they, yeah. And then he went back out. To the war and fought. Yeah, and it, he said that he was one of the, he didn't he didn't know what it was going to be at the time, but after the war he was asked to be a 
trainer in in what later became Top Gun. <laughs> he was literally going to be Tom Hanks, except that <laughs> not Tom Hanks. Oh, whatever, whatever. What Tom are they Cruise. called? Tom Cruise. Uh, oh, uh, they all seem the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that would be a lot funnier if Top <laughs> if Gun Tom had been Hanks. Tom Hanks. They should remake it now. It's Tom Hanks. Tom, we mm. didn't sleep at all because a bat came into our house and is still in our house somewhere. Yeah. And had a um, our our cat who we call Baby Kitty, who's quite large. He's a huge cat, Baby Kitty. Pursued this poor bat up and down all night long into every single room, our room and every single child's room. So we're not quite up to our usual, you know, scintillating. We've got to find it and get it out of the house we have before to find it. So this podcast may be unusually short. If the children locate the bat, we may be just signing off and <laughs> going about the day. But we thought we would give them a chance to look for it while we talked about all the things like Tom Hanks being in. I so hope we don't have bats. Tom. Top Gun, Top Gun. Okay, so my grandpa decided not to be Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks because yeah. when he arrived on the base or whatever it's called, some younger person who hadn't been in the war admonished him to button his top button. Dressed him down for the way his uniform was. Yeah, and so he walked straight into the place where you walk in and put his paper down and said i quit i quit <laughs> and went uh, to be a missionary in africa he went they went to nigeria and uh for many years and then they went to south africa and then they were in belgium all my whole life uh, until they retired they were in belgium and so it it was god's will <laughs> that he not be in the movies. I guess that's not what yeah. they do there. No, they don't just... <laughs> they train by the train. They train yeah. people to fly airplanes. So I know because I watched the second one, as I said, and I hated it. I watched when they got rid of the, the elderly lady who's middle-aged, <laughs> my age. I was just so angry about that. She wouldn't have been in the movie anyway, she said. Well, they she wasn't asked. They went. They went and found her, and she said she knows why she wasn't asked, asked because she's a, she looks like a regular person. She's an anorexic. <laughs> she looks like a regular fifty-year-old woman, as all fifty-year-old women should be allowed to look. Not like, you know, like a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> That's the standard to which all of us have to aspire: is the shape and. An emotional continency of a thirteen-year-old boy. I thought the new actress did her part well. It was, it was... I don't know if she did or not because I was so angry I couldn't. <laughs> Who knows if she did? She's and Tom Cruise Hanks should know better. <laughs> he should was... do better. I don't think it was his call. Oh, it was the casting director's I call. I feel he probably had something <laughs> to say. He didn't want to act across a woman that looks like an actual woman. <laughs> so I'd like to talk about Pride Month. I'd like to complain a lot in advance because it's coming up in a couple of days here. And yeah, I would just like to say that 
um, no, I can't remember what I was going to say. Seriously, not sleeping at all because you think a bat is flying around because a bat is flying around <laughs> is kind of one of the worst things ever. Um, no, I seriously was going to say something about, I, I was reading, I've been reading about Target and all the, the way that they've doubled down. They think that it's morally good for society that they have a Satanist make the t-shirts, you know, the logos, Satan respects your pronouns and little like goats with horns on yeah. pink, pink yeah. background. I don't think that actually like, Satan respects your pronouns is one of the things you're selling, but the, the guy who made that is doing is the one they hired to, to put so out a line of products else. for Target. Yeah, so, but he's now. But it's okay because they moved it all to the back of the store for in some churches. So, or some churches, I'm some sorry. Churches. Some churches. <laughs> they moved the well, Satan stuff like, to the back here. Um, I mean, it is. Target is the church of our age. That's where you go to worship. Is You have to go to a store and you have to accumulate your various brands of stuff in order to be human. You have to consume various products to let the world know who you are. And it just so happens that all those products do mean that you have to look a certain kind of way, which is genderless. So I did watch, somebody had them on um, Twitter, but Facebook has partnered, quote, with some organization that is committed to a, kind of a genderless society. So they they find young people and give them money to spend in their store and they're supposed to create looks that are not male or female. Um, they're supposed to express themselves, but they all look very much the same. Like it's, it's just so ugly. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's very un uh, like looking at the way that in the, those particular videos, the clothes that you can get at target are ill fitting they don't fit the shape of the body. Um, they're really ugly. They can't, can they? Because if they can't have... They're super ugly. They can't fit the shape of the body. Because if if to fit the shape of the body, you better get to make a, clothes, a garment for a man or a garment for a woman. Right. And if, you're, if there are no men and women, then... It can't. You, like you, it's, you've got to be... It's got to be ill-fitting. It has to be ill-fitting. Like, that's the whole point. And then you posture and pose... And your hair looks terrible. And and you've what what have you achieved? You've gotten something, you've been special, you've been known by Target. And yet, like, because it's easy and the store has slightly better lighting than, you know, this other state in place of Walmart. <laughs> Walmart's um, is Walmart doing it too? No, they have other they have their same ESG score or whatever. They don't push this. Yeah, that's like the thing. That. It's like there's like this underlying organization that's pushing all these companies to do this, right? It's a, it's a... Right. If you don't bow to them, you get canceled. Like you can't do business, basically, if you don't bow to whoever it is that demands that you, that rates you. So why every did, single, but now they're that's least, why but... every single store, every single company has to do a rainbow flag. Otherwise, they don't get. I don't know what they get. 
approbation money they probably get money well it's definitely i mean it, the the ubiquity of the rainbow flag and the gay stuff this year i think it's going to be even more like i think it's going to be amped up to a much higher degree than it was last year it was pretty bad last year it was pretty bad last year and i bet but in the, but the opposition was also going to be amped up in a way that it wasn't yeah, last year i, mean, I, I think, think that for the first time in forever some people who had otherwise been like, no, I don't want to say anything, are kind of like, no. Nope. had enough. Yeah. This is not this doing it. Yeah. Not yeah. doing your thing. I'm amazed that there's still... So Budweiser made a deal with a, a truck company to sell beer. What was it? I think it was Toyota. Toyota. Yeah. Toyota like, trucks. They had to... To they... try to get back there. Look more macho. <laughs> And so they were driving. <laughs> you have these two trucks driving, and they're muddy. No, no, that's Ford. Oh, is that Ford? No, the Ford commercial last week. Oh, okay. That was that was Toyota. You're right. I... No, it was Ford. Okay. And okay. they had the in the two came... two trucks driving in the muddy, and then but then one of the trucks drives through a big puddle of water, and it turns out it's a rainbow truck. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. It, it's not that's not cool it's not tough it's not tough it's gay um no no budweiser joined it's not toyota it's something else they uh or harley davidson oh yeah okay, they okay. got harley davidson to come and help them make a commercial so that people will forget about dylan <laughs> for a few seconds yeah it's not gonna help yeah it's i think i think i think budweiser I don't think they're a lot of business, but I think it's they're just going to lose so much money, rightly so. As and I, and I think Target is on the way to losing a lot of money. They've lost a lot of market share, but you can't tell that much for that. But I bet they're going to actually lose actual money. The reason the reason they lose market share is because people are betting they're going to lose money, and betting a whole lot they're going to lose money. So I read somewhere that if um, maybe it was I actually have no idea that I cannot remember anything this morning at all so i'm not even going to try to see where i saw this on twitter but if if suburban white women would shot stop buying their groceries at target that target would fail because they people aren't buying the clothes as much like mostly people are just buying the groceries, groceries for convenience and because there's a target in every you know big ugly wasteland of dystopian suburban hellscape there's your target and so people go buy their groceries and if people stopped buying food and consumables at target they would go out of business they would go out of business i didn't know the groceries were that great i mean i, uh, yeah. I would much i rather... mean they're not great here but maybe other places there we, we used to we used to, we did we stopped shopping at target when they did the multi-sex yeah. bathrooms and we just said we're not going to do it. We're not, we, we, there's other places to spend money, and we like Walmart. right. But, but before we did, they had groceries, right? They had, and I, I, didn't, I didn't think the groceries section was all that. No, we never looked great. at groceries there because they weren't good groceries. We went to the most wonderful grocery store, Price Right, that went out of business. And yeah. I actually sat sat in the parking lot and cried when Price Right closed because that was where all the real people shopped like who aren't from here 
and you could buy huge bags of rice and big things of spices and like yeah it was great it was pretty cheap it was for the more ethnically diverse <laughs> which is good was... to get their groceries and i'm really sad that it went out of business that should have they was too cheap i bet they were like under losing money yeah yeah but yeah i mean i just i think that um well we'll see what happens I, 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 what's the latest company the north face yeah the, they, they sell backpacking and outdoors equipment and clothing and so they decided to have a a, a, a guy yeah yeah like a say so come, come out come out doors or come out with come out to the woods with me or something really groomer creepy like oh that's like, no thank you yeah i think i won't go backpacking <laughs> this time i guess we'll be staying i mean home. you can really try it's what's fascinating is, 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 is there's really a concerted effort to make people think that a man with a beard and a mustache and a hairy chest with makeup is somehow kind of attractive. You know, everybody, everybody, they may not tell you this if you're one of these people who are going to make it attractive. They may not tell you this, but it's creepy. You look, you look like a, a you look like a, a child molester. I mean, everyone, except for the people who are really trying hard to bend and bow to the, to the wind of the zeitgeist. You look like a child molester. So stop it. Stop. Don't dress like that. Don't, don't do that. And no, and nobody's going to, and you're not, I mean, it's, it really is a moment of the emperor has no clothes because nobody's going to say only, only, only a little kid in the, that story, only a little kid was going to say, Hey, the king doesn't have any clothes on, but everybody else knew it even the ones who aren't speaking. And and that's where we are. Everybody everybody knows this is ridiculous and absurd, but no one's saying it because the, the social costs right now is, is so high. But maybe that's going to be changing. I, I like the, maybe this was Orrin McIntyre, but the the reason why the Bud Light thing was kind of, kind of finally worked, why no boycott has ever worked before, but this one did, was because they suddenly managed to make it shameful to drink that beer. Mm. You can't just decide not to sh- buy something or shop somewhere. It has to become shameful to right. do that. And so right now, if you walk into, if you're a regular person, or not even, even if you're like kind of on the left, yeah, and you walk, it's it's shameful for everyone to drink Bud Light because right. the let they've thrown over dylan mulvaney so you, so you can't, can't drink buy it if, you're because left. if you're on the left and you sure can't do it if you're on the right because then you like you have dylan mulvaney so they did they somehow i mean it was, it was like it's pretty funny that they they hit the sweet spot of shame <laughs> cultural shame and so to everybody now no one is going to drink bud light and uh. that same thing um, can happen to Target if you hit the sweet spot where people who finally have been waiting to say, okay, well, I don't want to trans my kids. And, but at the same time, you piss off the like people who yeah. want to trans their kids. Right. Then you become a pariah. Right. Because it's the moms, like it's the, you know, the, in Target, it's the, you know, it's the moms who are, are seems like the most upset. Like, 
not not all the moms, not not the moms who are transgender, the kids, of course, but the mom, but the like the regular who were fine, <laughs> who were willing to put out their little. Here's the thing. It's moms who are willing to put out their little sign that said, in this house, we believe <laughs> love is love and water is life and science is real and no one is illegal. Those people shop at Target. Right. But many of them don't actually want to put their kids in chest binders if and they're tuck girls friendly. and tuck friendly stuff if they're boys. Like, I, it's pretty, it's, you, you really, if you lose that crowd, Right. I mean, and that's, that's, where most, that's where most of the people are. I think right. they're willing to put up that sign because they want to be left alone, I think. Right. And that, that that's that's the crowd that really drives the the progressive side of things. Like they're, they, they, the, the, what was it? I think Mary Harrington said that the, the college educated woman who is a professional and has kids that's the one she's the one driving the the, the surge left and the, the, the she was really upset about the railway versus, versus Wade decision she's upset about uh, she she think she does think that trans kids should be accepted whatever and she basically she's willing LGBTQ, to trans her kids um if but, she can get social credit for it yeah 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 but but yeah how does target lose that mom well so well that mom was crying because her non-binary oh right right okay they target lost that mom by not keeping the pride stuff out in the front of the store right but 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 then there's the other mom what other mom are we talking the other mom is the like the sort of um driving the kids to all the practices willing to put that little sign out but not actually willing to trans their kids because they're they're probably like not a laptop professional. It's probably the, you know, nursing or um, like holding down two, you know, maybe one decently good job, um, but not not the laptop professional. Okay. The the one underneath that that hold that holds society together. <laughs> And has been willing to endure lots and lots and lots of rainbow flags for quite a long time, but but doesn't actually want the the chest finders. Right, right, right. <laughs> and probably doesn't also want the Satan club at school. Like, was willing to have the Islamic club and the and get rid of prayer in the school and on down the line. But then, when Satan Club did show up at Endwell, <laughs> was like, yeah, people actually, were really I'm enraged. just not yeah. ready for s- the Satan Club. Right. I'm so I have shopped at Target all this time, but you I know love what? how they say not... we're not religious, we're not worshiping, we're not actually worshiping Satan. We're just saying things like "Hail Satan" and and putting it and putting his putting his symbols everywhere. Well, and Satan and, is just a metaphor and, for free thinking. Yeah, we're not worshiping Satan. We're just people who believe that you should just do what you want and be who you want to be because you're on, you're your own God, but, but we we're not worshiping the same. We also have to desecrate the mass. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, <laughs> we must, we must tear pages out of your Bible and desecrate your yeah. holy sacrament. We must do that. Mm-hmm. But for our non-religious, for our non-religious, purely logical, purely logical, <laughs> free thinking. And we just want the kids. We need, we need the children. Yeah. We need your children. <laughs> <laughs> we need them 
to be go to our Satan Club and we need to trans them like yesterday. Eviscerate their God given <laughs> sex. Very quickly, please. But also We don't worship Satan. We don't worship anything. It's Okay, a, uh, groomer. Groomer, whatever. <laughs> It, it is so demonic. I mean, it, I mean, the, the it's always been demonic, but it, what's what's unique about this is it doesn't seem like the demons are hiding anymore. Like we said this before, like the aesthetic has changed. It was kind of pretty. Right. What was pretty? Well, oh, like the rainbows, the rainbow flag, and like, like twenty years ago, twenty years ago, it yeah, wasn't yeah, completely hideous. It was. I mean, the prayer, the parade has always been super bacchanal, hideous. but the. Uh, but the you know the veneer had been kind of acceptable, right? The um, and will and grace, that sort of right. Thing. Yeah, like you know, queer eye for the straight guy, right? You know, we'll come in. You look kind of bad, but we'll make you look more manly. We'll give you like a yeah, you know, manscape a better haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they called it the manscape they, they teach the man how to shave himself in various ways and then also dress well so that women didn't revile him <laughs> so that was a useful you know the sort of quote queer community was like a, a useful lapdog to the rest of society mm -hmm. and it kind of fit in and it was I think it was still grotesque even then course, and people should have been but you know what? People want to be good. People don't want to be haters. Nobody wants to be bad. Like people do the things they do because they want to be good. It's just that what they think is good is not good. Really, 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 really <laughs> bad. Like the Satan crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it is. It's you can see why the Satan Club dovetails with all of this because the, the heart of it is this idea of you being your own god. That's that's yeah, I mean, it's which like, is exactly what Satan did. It's, like, the, it's, it's, it's no more sophisticated than that's it. Hey, I want to be God. <laughs> no one tell me what to do, and I can sh I can I can I can um, shape my body the way I want to shape my body, and I can I can do whatever I want. You know, and then God Nobody can't tell can me tell me. No, right? God. <laughs> The thing is that unnerves me a lot is that the only other time I can remember, and obviously not in like a personal way, when all the demons came out um, was when Jesus came. That's when really all the demons were, started were screaming, like, right? started screaming. What do you want with us? Leave us alone. Go away. But like, why now are they like, all coming know. out right know. now? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Jesus is... He, I mean, he is here, but they don't come out coming out because they're afraid. They're coming out because right, they're, they're they're they think they're coming out because they're they sense victory. They're so they're, excited. Right? They, yeah, everybody's so creative. They're going to have a great Pride Month. They're going to they're, they're, they're they can't wait till Pride Month comes along. Yeah, it's just like how when Jesus died on the cross, Satan mm, was like really excited mm, and happy. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. oops. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to catastrophize and say that it's the end times, but it definitely is the end it times for like American times society. For like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely the end times for American culture. Right. Like, Unless there's a massive. We've reached the end here. Reformation and repentance nationwide. I mean, I think it can get a lot uglier. By end times, I don't mean that it's not going to get worse, but I mean, like, we've ceased to exist as a 
um, as a coherent people. Yeah. As a society, like this is, this is dystopia. When you do this to children, even if the leaves are coming out on the trees and it's very pretty and everybody has their peonies and their little horrid, uh, love is love sign on the lawn. When, when, when you have Satan clubs in the schools. Yeah. When love means love, when love is love means puberty blockers and right. chest then, binders and tuck things. Then you've, you've gotten like, you're, you're kind of basically Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> like you shouldn't be upset with them for being awful and ugly because you've kind of, you've gone all, all the way there. Well, you see it. I mean, you see the rage. Like, I think we're going to, I think this, I do think you're right. I think we're, this, we're heading towards some kind of ugly climax to this thing. And it's already, we're already in negative world. We talked about that millions of times, but, but the, I think it's going to become increasingly offensive, not just, not just um, to say something contrary to the prevailing LGBTQ ideology and religion, but just not to participate, like just, right. just not, not, not to have, like, I'm sure, like we said, we're going to have like wall to wall rainbow flags and those signs everywhere in about two days where we are, where anyway. we live. Um, and we're not going to do anything, but, but the fact that we're not going to do anything is going to be really obvious yeah. when you come to our house and there's, there's no rainbow paraphernalia anywhere. Although I think that there's going to, I'm just really curious. I'm going to count this year. I wonder like the, the people across from us aren't going to put out their rainbow. They don't have rainbow flags. That's right. There's, there are, but, but they're going to be more obvious. You're going to be able to identify who's who. Yeah. By who is putting out the colors and who's not. Yeah. And that's going to feel uncomfortable. And. Well, it's, it's very much like the Christians and, in Rome, right? This, yeah. Like, why are you not celebrating, you know, the the our feast to Saturn? What's wrong with you? Well, oh, I don't believe in Saturn anymore. I don't believe in Saturn. <laughs> I don't want to sacrifice my kid. Right, right, right. I don't want to. Right, but everyone, but that was that was what was so offensive is that these were great festivals that the whole the whole empire celebrated, yeah. or the whole city celebrated, and. And when the Christians who had once been celebrating them became Christians and stopped celebrating them, that was, it was seen as a judgment and people were, hey, it was, it was, it was judgmental, judgment, right? So like that's why, saying, yeah, I don't, I judge you. <laughs> and so rainbow. Right. Well, the Christians were called haters of mankind mm -hmm. and atheists because they didn't believe in the gods. So, I mean, this, that's where we're headed. I mean, it's, it's, that really, if you, without, when you don't print, when you act, when you actively or I guess passively don't participate in pride, you're going to have questions. Yeah. yeah. If you pull your kid out of school because for you don't want a pride day. Club. Right, right, right. Um, or yeah, or the pride day parade. Yeah. Like you say, I don't want my kids to participate Or in that. you yeah. just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. We have COVID today. Yeah. Again. And then we're going to have COVID. We're just going to have COVID again, like later in the month when you do it again. I don't know. We have like, we have long form COVID. It's this COVID that keeps <laughs> just keeps coming back around. It, it seems to be triggered. I know. I, I just can't. I can't seem to kick this COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right, because there's like some, like apparently there's like different, various schools are doing that. They're having pride parades. They're putting, everyone's putting their flags out in the classrooms and 
there's going to be, a, you know, buses with the pride flag on it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. At the same time, like, people, um, I, I don't want to get, like, weird or anything, but people have started wandering in off the street to come into our church. It's true. And, like, we, it's, this feels a little bit like it did when we first came in 2003. People would just walk in off mm -hmm. the street and we had sort of we had a lot of growth early on mm -hmm. and the church changed um, immensely and became kind of a new church through that period and we've always had people come but we've had a lot of you know people come from other um, denominations or like right. Roman Catholic suddenly we're having like pagans walk in just walk in and say hey yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on here and they're confused they don't know what's going on but they there's a, that same kind of look in the eye like i don't even know anything at all about anything um and clearly somebody i guess it's probably god has brought me here and i have no idea yeah. why um like we had a we have people of other faiths <laughs> quote coming into church yeah yeah and sitting down yeah, it hasn't been like that in a lot of years. And I just think that if when all the demons come out to play, God doesn't just not do anything. But what he does is not probably what you want him to do. <laughs> like, it's very unobvious what God does when right. all the demons are right. out. People start hearing the gospel who would have heard it otherwise. And yeah. Yeah, churches that are churches that are clear about the gospel also, I think, are going to see some uh, either depending depending what their congregation makeup is. Like, if your congregational makeup has been kind of, <clears throat> you know, people could hang out there if they had views about abortion and gay sex that were unorthodox. If you start being very clear, you're going to lose a lot of people. So that's going to happen, um, but. If your church is known for being a biblically <clears throat> solid, solid <clears throat> grounded church, then I, then you can see you're going to see people coming to your church, <clears throat> probably just who, who don't even believe, or also from other churches that are more moderate, mm -hmm. because because people want to have some kind of strength and some kind of clear clarion call. <laughs> where someone says this is wrong yeah and here's what's right and here's jesus believe in him yeah so, so yeah well what are your what's your tip to get through pride month i don't have a tip i mean i, mean, I, I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be tearing my hair out <laughs> i think so i don't know i mean i think if you have, I, I, I really sympathize with people who have kids in public school right now, because I think that that would be the most unbearable. We're adults; our kids are in private in, in uh, uh, Memoria Press, so Memoria Press doesn't do Pride Month. No, no, <laughs> So, so we're kind of we're kind of cordoned off from it all. But if you if you're a normal American household where you have kids in public school, you have you go to church, fine, but <clears throat> you you have 
you're online, your kids are online. Um, or you're, you're participating in all the cultural stuff. It's just going to be bombarded. You're just going to be bombarded. Which, I mean, some people will go all in for it, but some kids will probably come out being like, you know what? I don't really like this that much. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I do think there's like a, you know, in the younger, younger generation, I don't think it's Gen Z. What, what's what's before after that? We don't know yet. Oh, okay. Maybe it's Gen Z. Then it's Gen Z. There are some Gen Z kids who are saying who the natural kind of human rebellion is kicking in and they see all the, when, like if the, if the government's pushing <laughs> and all the corporations are pushing the, the, the rainbow flag, you know, the natural human response is, eh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't like that rainbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we can hope that, that, um, that natural rebellion, which can be bad could be harnessed for the good. Like people, kids could look around and say, man, I, you know what would make everyone really mad if I became a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> everyone would really uh, rebel against uh, everything and become I'm a Christian. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, there will. It's going to divide kinds of people. Well, I'm going to get through Pride Month because uh, in the world of family systems theory, whenever you, are able to differentiate yourself from some mm. kind of situation where it feels like you're like that. You're kind of being sucked in or co-opted or, you know, like it's, uh, you're, there's not a good emotional um, distance so that you, you are who you are. And then the other person is who they are. Mm-hmm. Like that, that happens to all of us. None of us are sort of, perfectly properly differentiated from each other like properly connected right. properly differentiated the only person who did that was jesus right and they we all had to kill him but <laughs> i've realized going back through um generation to generation that whenever i'm able to differentiate myself in the right way so i'm i become more properly connected to someone so my relationship with them is reordered and Um, we're not both trying to, you know, eat each other alive, that I experience feelings of euphoria. Like my brain gets a serotonin or dopamine or whatever. Oh, hi, doggy. I get like... Spectre now has a muzzle right close to the microphone so we can lick it or something. There we are. Okay. So I'm going to apply that to Pride Month that whenever I... So what you have to do to differentiate yourself from someone is to both go closer to that person, but then also um, emotionally closer, but then also not be disagreeable, but disagree or make a, a, a like, well, um, I can't think of anything and a good example that's like also vague, but. You're closer, but you're not, so you, you're not, um you're not letting the emotional energy of the other person affect your behavior. Right. So if you're worried, this is really good for conflict. If you're worried, if you can't, you're worried about having conflict with someone. Um, and you always, you always, it might be conflictual, but you don't want to have conflict. You actually go ahead and have conflict. So you, you emotionally get closer to that person, but then you say something insane, like, I um I voted for Donald Trump or something like right. that. 
or something that that kind of striking is striking and then your relationship with them is sort of like teeters and then you and then it reorders and you're allowed to have your own opinions right. and thoughts and so is the other person because it's probably that you've been doing the same thing to the other person not really letting them mm-hmm. be who they are and so when you when you do that you actually gain real intimacy with them because you're both yeah. not trying to control the other person that was a really long explanation okay well i'm going to do that through pride month for myself i'm gonna with everybody with all with the, with the world because you know like the i'm i love all the children in the world i love everybody in the world um but i'm also gonna not like i'm gonna last year i eschewed anger mm. i'm not gonna be angry mm. and i'm gonna eschew shame which is really what people are trying to get away from when they embrace pride they're trying to get away from shame right and so uh and i'm gonna embrace uh humility and prayer as per usual because that's what i do you're you're like moses yeah i'm gonna be like the meekest person yeah i'm the meekest person here Moses wrote that about himself. So great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Moses was the meekest person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how this goes down. <laughs> so, in other words, I'm going to be happy this month, this coming up month, and I'm not going to be sad. That's how this is going to be. That's my advice. I think it's good. You know, the dog's like the dog's right here, so I think this should end. I still haven't found the bat. We probably need to check in with our kids. I think we might go over to demotivations for a few minutes, but that also is probably going to be shorter than usual because hopefully we can rescue this poor creature <laughs> out of the hand of our cat. So thank you so much for listening, and hopefully we'll be back next week. <laughs>